0: Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the Blog Cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. I am so excited to have Daniel on today. Daniel actually um, suffers from Asperger's Syndrome, and he really has a really successful life. And basically, he pitched himself to me about coming on the show because he thought that People need to hear and know what's going on in people's lives when they have Asperger's or or are on the autism spectrum. And guys, I will say it was a really enjoyable interview and he has such a great story. And honestly, folks, people that have autism and Asperger's are just like you and me. They put their pants on maybe a little bit differently, but we all have our own quirks. What society deems as normal may not be normal for you. Everybody has their own little quirks and their own little things that the way they do things. Like for instance, when I come out here and I do one of these podcasts for Chats in the Blog Cabin, I may not do the same thing twice, but I knew one of the things I always do is I always clean my glasses because I always have glare. That's the number one thing. I always like double, quadruple check that I have the talking points in front of me, even if they're sitting right in front of me. So we all have our own quirks. And because last month was Autism Awareness Month, um, the month of April... Was Autism Awareness Month, because this this episode will come out in in June. Was Autism Awareness Month, I just thought that it would, would be great to just not just take one month to highlight a cause, but to continue talking about that. When I first started Chats in the Blog Cabin, that's what I wanted. I wanted ordinary, everyday people coming on and sharing their stories. Now, yeah, I do have some celebrities in, thrown in along the way, but you know what? They're just like me and they're just like you. They put their pants on one leg at a time, and they get up in the morning, and they still have things they have to deal with. So, I really hope you enjoy this episode with Daniel, and I will say it's a real treat, so you need to listen because he does a couple of impressions, which are really cool that I did not know he could do. So, you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. Welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. Even though last month was um, Autism Awareness Month, Daniel decided he was going to come on this month to share about his story and how he basically has made a successful life, even being diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. So Daniel, before we start talking about what Asperger's is and autism is, tell us a little about yourself.
1: Well, Melissa, thank you for having me on today. And uh, thanks for letting me share my story with your viewers out there. I'm from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. Um, I work full-time for an ABC-affiliated TV station here in Cedar Rapids, and I'm also a DJ on the weekends, on Saturdays, from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 6 to 9 p.m. Central Time. I host my specialty show called Independent Corner, which plays independent artists and bands from all over the world and right here in the U.S., from in all-known music genres to crossover genres, too. And I really enjoy doing it because I went to college to, to, in uh, in Chicago, Illinois, I graduated with a degree in radio, focusing on talent and production, and that was the reason why I wanted to get into that field. But uh, my interest in TV peaked when I was in high school. I uh, used a, a TV production class to uh, get to know what it was like to work behind the scenes of uh, of a news station and what it's like to work with camera, how to uh, operate uh, uh, how to operate a camera, how to do stories, anything like that. So. That is where my interest in TV peaked and so now I get to get to do both the things that I like to do, which is TV and radio, both at the same time.
0: That is so cool. Now, what do you do in TV?
1: Well, I work behind the scenes. I'm what's called a technical media producer or a TMP for short. Uh, basically combines uh, master control operations, which um, is making sure all the TV shows that are aired on the proper channels Make sure all the commercials air as they should be. And I also direct newscasts. Sometimes I get assigned either to do uh, the morning newscast, midday newscast, or maybe once out of the blue, I may do an evening newscast and make sure all the anchors are framed up nicely. Make sure all the graphics work. Basically, what I do in, in, when I direct is make sure that uh, execute what the producers want to do during the, during the uh, news show.
0: So how long did it take you to work up to where you're doing now? Because, of course, that's probably you had to start at the ground level, right?
1: Yeah. I started out in the uh, digital channel, doing the field events for live and local stuff, like for high school sports and uh, local events within the TV viewing era. I started doing that for a few years. In fact, I've been doing this cumulatively for now 10 years, and I've been doing it full time for almost four years now. So I started in in the – on well the station that i work for is kcrg tv9 here in cedar rapids i worked for work, used to work for 9.2 and now i do both for 9.1 and 9.2 and i started out in doing uh, camera operation now i do uh, the on-screen graphics that you see and yeah i, I really enjoyed doing that and uh, then i got uh, promoted to being a, a production assistant for kcrg tv9 and i was a a floor director at the time, and then we started to implementing the TMP uh, workflow since we got bought by a, uh, a big-wig uh, TV uh, corporation down in Atlanta, Georgia, so we had to implement the uh, TMP flow. So I got the experience doing that while we are doing transition, and then unfortunately I got let go part of the time, so I got knocked down to freelance work,
0: mm-hmm. and then I got
1: hired back once the uh, the person that was originally on the TMP left. So I initially filled his position and that's what I'm, what I'm doing now. I do that, uh, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesdays. And if I, uh, if I have any events on Thursdays and Fridays, I'll be out at 9.2 during the doing live and local stuff, whether it be high school sports, debates, uh, parades or anything like that again, within the, within the TV nine viewing area.
0: Well, wow, I love that. Now let's talk about what age were you diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome?
1: I was diagnosed at a very early age. I believe I was diagnosed at around two years old, and I've had this for all my life. And for those who that don't know what Asperger's syndrome is, it's a neurodevelopmental disorder characterized by significant difficulties in social interaction and nonverbal communication. So like sometimes what I do, what I'm doing with you, Melissa, is sometimes I have struggled, I struggle, um, Uh, getting words out and uh, trying to keep conversations at that. So that's one of the the things with the Asperger's syndrome has, and also uh, social awkwardness. Sometimes I uh, may sit all by myself by when I'm at the um, events and everything like that. So it may take me a little bit of time to warm up to my surroundings and everything like that, and, and warm up to having the conversations too
0: well wow, but Steve, you jumped right in on this conversation we actually jumped in early because i was like hey we got five minutes you want to go ahead and you're like yeah let's do it so i honestly say you can't even tell with that is there are there certain days that it's worse than other days or
1: um i would say that it's probably at random sometimes i'm i'm like right on it and then sometimes it just takes me a while to process things so and if i can uh, note things like like ahead of time like like you did earlier and some days it's just i'm just like right on it right from the get-go
0: so there's really not a rhyme or reason to what kind of day you're going to have when you first get up in the morning it just all depends on what environmental issues as well
1: yeah uh, sometimes too yeah like uh, like right now the weather outside here in cedar rapids is really good so uh, i can uh, uh, take time to enjoy some of the nice sunshine and something like that and uh, you know if if something come comes right instrument instant for me i'm like okay what what can i do to prepare for this if i knew about this ahead of time how far how far can i can i do this and so so it 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 just comes and goes
0: yeah so what has it having asperger what has it held you back from and what have you gained from it as well the good and the bad from it
1: well, the good, good part of it is that I'm good at certain aspects of things like I'm good with uh, voice impressions. I'm good with, uh, um, in music and, uh, retaining, retaining memory of, of some things. If I know if I repeat stuff over and over again, which I know some people may view that as a bad thing. And that's an, another downside of Asperger's syndrome is that some people may do things over and over again that may annoy people. But the, it's it's kind kind of our way of getting of getting things, uh, shall we say, trying trying to keep ourselves occupied and trying to have things, uh, yeah. So that so good sign of things that that we can specialize in in fields of things like some may specialize in the field of science or some may in, may specialize in history. Myself, i I specialize in music, voice impression, um, and memorization and things like that. And, and if you want Melissa, I can use some uh, voice impressions that I know of from some TV series.
0: That is so funny because I just wrote it down as a talking point. I was like, I need to remember to ask him about that. So yes, do voice impressions. Definitely.
1: All right. Well, here's, here's, here's Peter Griffin from Family Guy. I bet some of you may, may know Family Guy and you know, <laughs> I just I just love being, being around my wife Lois and my my, my kids.
0: <laughs> and somebody else?
1: Oh, well, there's uh, you know, this comic book guy from The Simpsons. You know, sometimes he has the worst trade ever. And, of course, there's uh, Mo Sizzlac from from The Simpsons, the bartender. Moe's having. Uh, just a sec. Uh, Amanda Hugginkiss. Amanda Hugginkiss.
0: Where can I find Amanda Hugginkiss? <laughs> so I can guess that Family Guy and The Simpsons are two of your favorite shows, I guess. Well,
1: uh, Family Guy just came naturally because uh, you know I've uh, watched uh, snippets of, of Family Guy here and there, but uh, you know it just com- comes naturally. It's, it's you know uh, it's in my vocal range and uh, but uh, The Simpsons I I watch most because uh, you know most of the uh, voice actors that that I've seen are are in my vocal range like Seymour uh, Seymour Skinner and uh, Skinner. <laughs> oh, <Super laughs> uh, I didn't know you were I didn't know you're here and and uh, don't forget about Homer J. Simpson. The J stands for J. I
0: love that. <laughs> Do you ever think you're going to voice acting? Well, people say that I should
1: go into voice acting, but uh, you know, gotta invest the uh, invest the money in uh, trying to find a voice agent and anything like that. And uh, but uh, I've if I if if I didn't get into you kind know, of behind the scenes of TV, then yeah, I would have pursued a, a career in voice acting, but. Yeah, I I think that I think I just impress people of how well I can I can imitate voice people and uh, and nothing like that.
0: Are there other impressions that you do that aren't the cartoon characters in a show? Are there other people?
1: Uh, Let's see. Uh, Hmm. Trying to think think of who I could possibly do. Um. Uh. Not not at the moment, but uh, if I come up with one later on down the road, I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you know.
0: All right, that sounds great to me. So let's talk about um, being your YouTube channel, because you have your own YouTube channel as well. What do you do on your YouTube channel?
1: Well, I do all sorts of things. Um, I do uh, uh, vlogs. Uh, The recent recent vlog I did was from my experience that I had uh, three years ago when I was attending the Indianapolis 500. And the reason why I went there is because my favorite driver... Uh, Danica Patrick was going to have her uh, final race at the time, so I wanted to be there in person to uh, to attend it. But uh, I mostly do um, gameplay, do video game playthroughs of uh, of games that I uh, typically own, and also I like to share some uh, some memorable uh, things that I've done. Like recently, I had a chance to talk with some uh, celebrities via a a virtual convention called GalaxyCon. And I recently talked with uh, two voice actors from uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! series. I talked with uh, Wayne Grayson, who voiced uh, Joey Wheeler and Cyrus Truesdale. And also uh, Dan Green, who voiced uh, Yugi Moto, Atem, who is uh, the pharaoh, and also uh, Officer Trudge. So, uh, yeah, GalaxyCon is, GalaxyCon is a unique experience if you uh, want to uh, have the opportunity to chat with your uh, favorite celebrities.
0: I love that. So, what made you decide to start your YouTube channel?
1: Well, it, uh,
0: it, I just want
1: want to do it for fun, and uh, you know some uh, some YouTubers uh, monetize their channels, but I decided to make mine a little different and uh, not have not have uh, viewers that uh, um, go through all the uh, ad interruptions. So, I I decided to make my channel ad free, so that people can enjoy all all the videos that I post from start to finish, again without having all the uh, um, ad interruptions. And if you want to know how I creative came up with that name, again, it was from when I originally was from Chicago. And the year t- the 2008 was, from, was the year that I joined YouTube. So that's the name, Chicago Man 2008.
0: Let's talk about Chicago because, honestly, Chicago has some great teams. I see behind you, you have the Chicago Bulls and you have the Chicago Blackhawks. And so are you Cubs or a White Sox fan?
1: Uh, I get asked that question a lot of the times, but uh, since I was born on the north side of Chicago, my heart's with, with, the, uh, with the Cubs. And I can tell you where the dividing line is between Cubs and White Sox fan, Melissa. It is the Eisenhower Expressway or Interstate 290. If you're north of that, you're a Cubs fan. If you're south of that, you're a Sox fan. But if you're here in Iowa, we have a AAA affiliate team, the Iowa Cubs. So I guess you could say the, uh, those that live here in Iowa are, uh, are on the Cubs fan.
0: So let's talk about let's talk about the Bulls because honestly, the Bulls have one of the most famous people. I'm in North Carolina, had one of the most famous people from North Carolina play for the mm-hmm. Bulls. And Michael you know Jordan. Who that is. Yep, Michael Jordan. So were you able? Have you have you ever been able to go to any of these games?
1: Uh, actually, no, but uh, I did get to uh, experience that through uh, through TV and stuff, and uh, I got to uh, live through their uh, two uh, three peats. And I uh, get to experience the best record, which was 72 wins, 10 losses. But unfortunately, I never attended a, a Bulls game in person.
0: How about a uh, Blackhawks or Cubs? Or I,
1: had, I have attended one Blackhawks game. That was uh, when they took on the uh, San Jose Sharks. And uh, they were wearing their uh, special uh, Winter Classic jerseys at the time. I remember that. Uh, but unfortunately, they lost to the, to the Sharks 3-1. to I have been to a Cubs game uh, when I was in uh, third grade, I believe, at the time. And they were taking on, I believe, the New York Mets, and this was on a, a field trip when I was uh, attending day camp. Oh, wow! <laughs> yep. And I also also attended three Sox games as well, and they were both all three of them were home games.
0: Wow. So we're going to take a quick break, but then we're going to come back and we're going to dive into more about autism and Asperger's because I think a lot of people need to understand about that.
1: Okay. So you good with that. I'm good with that.
2: Do you feel betrayed by life, your body, or by someone that you love? You are not alone and you are not weak or overly emotional for feeling the way that you do. Betrayal is one of the most overwhelmingly painful experiences to navigate because it strikes at the core of who you are and what you are worth. No matter how gutted you feel, there is hope. You can flourish, not in spite of your experience. But because of it, I know. After 23 years of marriage, my world was shattered when I found out that my husband had been cheating on me with five different women for 15 years. I lost everything that day. My identity, my worth, and the future I had worked so hard to create. While it was a long and arduous journey back to myself, today I know who I am what i want and i am happier and more confident than i ever was before i've got what i call naked self-worth which is the ability to see know and love yourself for who you are not for what you accomplish or for who you are in relation to others No matter what has shattered your heart, if you're ready to get clear on who you are, what you want, and to learn how good life really can be, then life choreography is for you. Even if you feel too old or are too busy because you have kids at home and you're in charge of everything, life choreography is a comprehensive five month, five step program that empowers you to strip out of your labels, roles, and scripts, and to reveal yourself as you are, not as you think you should be. To learn more, go to NakedSelfWorth.com and download your free guide that shows you how to untangle yourself from the past, reclaim your sexy, and start re-choreographing life on your own terms, so you can love and be loved for exactly who you are. Most
0: authentically are. And we are back t- chatting with Daniel. Daniel, you mentioned having Asperger's syndrome since you were two. What are some of the symptoms for parents that maybe think that their kids might be on the autism spectrum?
1: Well, some of the symptoms are um, uh, repetitive behavior, um, ADHD, which is a attention deficit h- mm-hmm. disorder um unruly behavior and other things that uh and also some of the things that the others may um have is starting like i do like I, I sometimes stutter when when i'm trying to come up with words or conversations and anything like that and every everybody that we probably know has has these things so yeah so those are th- those are the main three that um mainly associated with Asperger syndrome, ADHD, stuttering, and um, unruly behavior.
0: So, when you were going to school, um, of course, kids are cruel. Do you have stories where they were cruel, or were most kids understanding with you?
1: Oh yeah, um, I was one of the many, many few that got bullied throughout their the early years of high school, of, through, through the years of school. In fact, that uh, I got bullied so much that, uh, that I, that I too lost self confidence in myself, but. Um, as time went on, I started regaining um, self-confidence in myself, and also um, through school, I've also been uh, seeing um, a speech teacher and uh, well, a speech specialty teacher, um, school counselors, and things like that to try to try to keep me from, uh, you know, trying to un- unleash the rage mm-hmm. that, is, that is building up inside me, and, and trying to keep myself from uh, from happening from the worst, from getting. Uh, expelled.
0: Yeah. So what would you like people to know about Asperger's syndrome? Because this is, we talked about at the beginning of the show that last month was autism awareness month, but we decided you would come on anyways. And honestly, like we talked about before the show, it doesn't have to be a month. We need to be aware of all the different things that go on with people. So what would you like people to know?
1: Well, what I'd like people to know is that we on the autism spectrum are not as crazy as you m- may think we are because you know we are trying very hard to interact with you that are that are normal that are living normal lives it's like here, for example our current president joe biden he's he started sometimes too when he speaks but mm-hmm. uh, nobody nobody talks about that but uh, you know when when people like me have uh, unusual behaviors and do repetitive things over and over again you, you may find that it's uh, annoying to you but that is the way for us to to cope with uh, with everyday things. So what I want people to take away is that we in the uh, in the autism spectrum are working very, very hard to try to try to mesh with you. And we're we're trying we're trying not to try not to offend you or anything. We're just we're just trying to do what we can to to interact with you and also to be friendly as well, because and also some of the celebrities that we grew up idolizing may too be on the autism spectrum as well cuz they they may not may not uh, physically or mostly express it but uh, they too may have some form of autism so what I and I also want to let people know is that we also want to be treated with with dignity honesty mm-hmm. and respect
0: that is so true cuz i know a lot of times like you were talking about being bullied when you were in school there's a lot of times people look at someone that's on the autism spectrum and say, you know what, they're not, they're not, they're the drugs of society. And that's not right. I mean, just because there's something, um, not quite clicking in your brain doesn't mean that you're not worth anything. It, mm-hmm. it means that you're just as worthy as anybody else. God just made you a little bit different.
1: Yes. And uh, a, a success came, came out of that, Melissa, uh, in high school, I was, um, elected as the sophomore homecoming prince, during the homecoming court in 2000, this was before the high school that I, that I went to was uh, going to be uh, separate from the uh, from the high school that I, that uh, was in another town that he used to live in. So this was before they they split into two separate four-year high schools. So so something positive came came out of that journey.
0: So that's kind of cool. To that how did that come about? Because that's really kind of cool. I think any kids or any parents of kids that have their aut- have kids with autism need to listen to this because that's that's really uplifting and inspiring how did that come about
1: well a group of my friends well i got the got the inspiration from a group of my friends and so i decided to throw my hat into the uh, running for homecoming court then i decided okay what would be a good slogan that people can catch on and then then the the, the idea hit me and well i told my, my mom about this and she came up with came up with a good one and said, "Be the man, vote for Dan." So, <laughs> we with, so we went with that, and then I attended the high school homecoming pep rally, and uh, actually before that, and then when I heard my name called, I was I was in total shock that that I was that I was elected as sophomore homecoming prince.
0: Wow, I can just imagine how total shock. Now, how has that helped you in your career? Because I know a lot of people with autism, they're super focused on certain things. Is that uh, sure that helps you in your TV career and being behind the scenes?
1: Well, it it definitely taught me a life lesson is that is to believe in myself and to sometimes to go go and take risks because you you never know unless unless you try. And uh, that's why I wanted to take take that risk and um, get into the TV world. And uh, thanks to my hard work, and everything like that, I, I am where I am today. I get to get to work with a great the group of people um, that are in front of the camera and behind the scenes, and uh, and I'm just li- I'm just living the American dream.
0: I love that living the American dream because that's actually what you put in your bio, your success story, and I love that. But has there ever been anybody in your life, or even someone you've come across, that said, "No, you can't do this. Why are you doing this? You're not you're not supposed to be doing this."
1: Uh, yeah there there have been a few people but I'm, I'm not gonna mention them because you know I don't w- want them to come at me but uh, <laughs> but you know I just I just shut them out completely and just just ignore the naysayers and just uh, just focus on the positivity and not let the let all the all the negative energy come come my way because you know if 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 I get bombarded by that then that's what I believe will weigh me down but uh, again, I just let the let the negative energy just go right by me. And just focus on the positive and stay on the goal.
0: So, how do you focus on the positive? How do you continue to be so upbeat about everything? Because even people who are quote unquote what society says are normal are not always upbeat. So, how are you able to be upbeat about stuff?
1: Well, i I just focus. I just focus on on that and just focus. And again, just just keep keep a narrow laser focus on on what on what's ahead of me, how I approach it, and what I can do what I can do to execute it and try to get as, as little as little mistakes as, as possible or if there aren't any mistakes just try to keep it so that it's either not noticeable or just enough to, to have a little bit, bit of comments af- afterwards so yeah
0: now now what do you think about we talk about a lot about society and what society deems is normal but what do you think about mainstream media as far as movies and tvs do you think they portray the person with Asperger's and autism correctly? Or do you think they need to kind of change that? Because I think a lot of stereotypes around, around the way people feel about or, or look at a person on the autism spectrum come from mainstream media and movies.
1: Well, um, it kind of depends on word, on uh, how you, how you view it. Um, the way, the way that I view it is I, I look at what is being presented on the news and then I think to myself, okay, if I was if I was in that person's shoes, how would I tell it in a way that someone in the autism spectrum would understand? So, like for example, um uh let's let's say for example, uh about uh, Joe Biden trying to handle the influence, well trying to handle the situation in Israel. If I was if I was a reporter in so, like for example, if I was uh, filling in for Jake Tapper on on CNN's the lead how the question i would answer i would ask myself is how would i communicate in a way that both a normal and a person who is on the autism spectrum would un- understand in a way that would get the message out and they will be able to understand it in a way that is not going to put a negative spin on to the information that is being put out there
0: i love that so, have you been able to do, use that influence um, behind the scenes at the TV show, uh, the TV, TV look, TV station that you work at?
1: Yes, because uh, you know it may may not uh, may not click with someone who I'm who I'm working with at the time, or I've worked with a long time, but if, at least it gets to, to the common point of what we're trying to do and trying to trying to get that done, even though it may not be be the most convective way. Again, that most people have gotten used to do it. But at least it's it's a way that it's going to get the job done and keep, keep the ball rolling and making sure everything gets done in a proper fashion.
0: I love that. So tell people where they can find you at.
1: All right. Uh, you can check out my Independent Corner Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Independent Corner. And if you want to check out all the videos on my YouTube, it is youtube.com forward slash Chicago Man 2008. And if you also, I don't know if I've, uh, you can also check me out on uh, CygnusRadio.com. I'm on every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 6 to 9 p.m. Central. And also, I'm also a, I forgot to mention this to you, Melissa. I'm also a uh, non-professional musician, and I've been doing that for over 30 years. And you can check out all my uh, covers and originals on SoundCloud.
0: Wow. Covers and originals. So tell, do you play? Do you sing? What do you do? You never mentioned that.
1: <laughs> well, I wanted to say that as a surprise for you, Melissa, because, oh, you know, surprise. I, I, yes. <laughs> well, um, fact that my uh, parents have been music oriented. So uh, that's where I got my got my musical interest from them. I do have a, a, a keyboard and I do sing sometimes, um, but I do most of my music composition on computer. I have a, a program called Fruity Loops Studio Nine, and uh, my brother introduced me to the Fruity Loop Studio program. I started out with a third edition, with version three, then up to six. And then I'm with the uh, producer edition of, uh, of, the, of the ninth edition. And uh, my most recent cover that I did was in a, what would sound like an acoustic cover, but again, it's all digital. And I did a, an acoustic cover of uh, Kansas's Dust in the Wind.
0: Oh, wow. So, what, who is your favorite person to cover then?
1: Oh man I have too many favorites to uh, to list but if I had to list my top three I would say Mannheim Steamroller be number one uh, let's see who else. Um, have you heard of a, a German German group called Cusco?
0: No I have not
1: Well they're in, they're a synthesizer group out of Germany and I've uh, covered a couple of their uh, their tunes one of them is uh, off the both of them are off of their uh, mystic island CD. Uh, one is called Fire Shoes, and I did a electronic piano cover called uh, Solitude. So Cusco's my my second one, and then uh, see my third one would have to be Kenny Loggins, and uh, again I covered one cover one of uh, Kenny Loggins' uh, popular tunes off of the uh, Top Gun soundtrack.
0: Danger Zone uh, you, you got it? got <laughs> it. When you said Kenny Loggins, the only thing that popped in my mind was Footloose. <laughs>
1: Well, unfortunately, I did not cover "Footloose," but I did cover uh, "Danger Zone," and that is uh, my most uh, most played song on SoundCloud. It's gotten over, uh, I believe, fifteen thousand plays right now.
0: Wow! How in the world do you get so many plays and so many views on YouTube?
1: Uh, well, I just I just let my videos uh, take its toll, and uh, again, since I don't uh, monetize my videos, I just uh, put them out there and just that uh, uh, see what uh, peaks the viewers' interest, and if they like it, they do, and if not, then Oh well, we'll just keep it up there and uh, let it take its toll. And uh, same with the music on SoundCloud, I'll just uh, post it up there and just let let it let the course take it from there.
0: Basically, you're doing it because you love it, not be and you want to share it with other people, not because you want to make money from it.
1: Right, because that that's my that's my main focus on on uh, developing these things is that doing what I love and that uh, sharing it with the people around the world.
0: Now let's talk about your Facebook page, Independent Corner. What is that all about?
1: Well. I basically post uh, websites to, uh, of uh, artists and bands that I play. And uh, occasionally, I'll host uh, Facebook Live interviews with uh, artists that I play on my show. And um, it's funny that you mentioned that, uh, Melissa. I've got one coming up on uh, July 5th with a great guitarist from New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, Jamie Lynn Vessels. And not only am I going to be doing a Q&A session with her, I'm also going to be doing, having a, a live concert with her all at the same time
0: that is so cool a live concert that is that on facebook live i would have never thought about that i've been trying to think of things to be out of the box so maybe a facebook live concert is the next thing for chats from the block cabin who knows
1: <laughs> well yeah see i can inspire you to do something too melissa yep. you know. <laughs> There you know
0: so if there's one last nugget that you want to leave people with what would it be one last thing that you want them to know
1: Well, the best advice I can give you is don't give up on your dreams, no matter how hard your goals can be. Just take it one step at a time and eventually you'll get where you want to be. Again, don't give up on your dreams, even though it could be hard. Just take it one step at a time, set many goals, achieve it, and then continue to work your way up.
0: And you set many goals. You still have more goals ahead of you though?
1: Yes. I'm hoping to uh, continue to work in the KCRG and uh, still in the TV industry and uh, still in the, in the radio world and any any other passions that may come my way.
0: Do you have a long-term goal of what you? where would you like to be by the time you retire or in five years or 10 years, or are you just living it day by day?
1: I'm, I'm just taking it day by day and see where, where everything goes.
0: Wow. So, Daniel, I want to thank you so much for coming on today because I think you really opened a lot of people's eyes on, you know, you can be – considered i whatever society considers as normal is crazy because nobody is normal if anybody says they're normal they're they're crazy but i really think that you coming on and sharing your story about asperger's and being on the autism spectrum will help other people understand and maybe who knows maybe make them think twice about how they interact with somebody who has that
1: yes my pleasure melissa and I'm very glad that um, I'm able to hopefully break the stigma that uh, many people have placed on the autism spectrum and that hopefully someday, too, I'll become an inspiration to them in in the future.
0: Yep, And anytime you want to come back and do a live music show, let me know, because I'll be all all for it.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll take you up on your word for it.
0: (laughs) All right. So, guys, we will see you on the next chat from the Blog Cabin. Bye. Y'all, I had so much fun chatting with Daniel, and I can't wait to do the live concert um, on Facebook Live. That is something that I never would have thought about doing for a chat for the Blog Cabin, but I think it's very important that we do that. I want to thank you for being part of the podcast family. Please like, leave a rating, a review, wherever you listen to. Please hit that subscribe button as well. And also, if you go hop over to YouTube, that subscribe button, it helps me out tons, and it helps me to get more content for amazing people like daniel to come on the show ordinary people with maybe not extraordinary stories but just regular people just like you and me that you would meet on the street somewhere so i want to thank you so much be blessed and most importantly keep chatting